0: all right hey guys it's luke and i have actually done my homework so i finally got my log caught up and have a race recap so this this one might be a little bit longer today um just because we have a lot more to go through so i know it won't meet uh coach mike morgan's 30 minute standard for his drive to work but uh he can listen to it to work in on his way home from work all right so uh, I didn't realize I hadn't written an update to my training in so long. So um, we we're going to go all the way back to um, the week of October seventh, and uh, honestly, most of this from you know the month out, pretty boring. Uh, I have a, some I have some pictures of what I actually did in my log, uh, in the blog portion of this. But uh, you know, so to me, boring is good, right? If it's if it's boring, it's consistent, and there's not a lot. And not a lot going on. Um, so week of, the week of the seventh through the thirteenth, I ran just under one hundred and ten miles for the week. Uh, just another solid day. I took a few days extra, um, but the mileage was dead just between workouts. Um, Thursday was a big long run with the guys. Uh, they got those young guys, man. They they will roll on those long runs. But I, it's funny. I was telling them how much like Mike and I will complain, but we're also almost. 40 years old and uh, but I said when when we were their age uh, we were doing the same thing so it's just kinda funny to see how the tide has turned but uh, anyway they got rolling pretty good and uh, we went up the trail up Pink Creek Trail out to uh, um, like Adams Road and all that good stuff which you get out there and and uh, there's a lot of rolling dirt roads out there which is really nice and then you uh, come down Sheldon Road which is the backside of stony creek metro park where we do a lot of our workouts and uh in any case so it's it's really nice but yeah it's way out there northern oakland county i mean they've it's way out in the boonies i can't remember how many times we've run that route and they're trying to dig up Hoffa or something out there that's how far out it is but it's it's a it's a really good route really good dirt roads and things like that but they were they were rolling they hit 525 530 pace for most of that um thank god my watch died and i didn't know how fast we were running <laughs> because they would have Would have been tough, but uh, overall, uh, just over 20 miles in just over two hours. Uh, It was 5.54 pace for me, Uh, but the the last 12 of those were were rolling pretty good. And then uh, Sunday, I did a 4x2 mile. Pretty sure I did that with Mike. Um, Started out at 5.15 pace and worked down to uh, under 5.10 pace, so it was very nice. It was a little cooler. for Now it seems warm. 40s would be warm now. Um, and pretty windy, but pretty typical for this time of year at Stony. but just good workout. Started out at a marathon pace and worked down. Got a little faster each one, which was which was nice. Um, so, but again, those two big workouts, and then hund- about 110 miles for the week. Uh, the next week, October t- 14th through the 21st, uh, took a little dip. It was like 106 for the mileage, um, but still really consistent. I mean, it, overall, I put together a good 12 weeks of Um, about 105 miles a week for, for this segment, which is really best I've done in quite some time. Um, more of the same, I did do 800s with Mike, uh, on Wednesday and, uh, just kind of a little shakeout. Wanted to get some faster stuff in, but give myself something that wasn't going to be too taxing going into the simulator on Sunday. So did that, felt pretty good. It was, it was cold and windy again. Um, but it was just that that time of year is just switching up. They're all pretty much going to be cold and windy at that point. Um, and then uh, Sunday was the free press marathon, which I use for my simulator. And uh, it was pretty nice. Like again, splits were off. I don't know if it's my watch or, or what, but um, I know Detroit, typically you lose it um, because of the tunnel under the Detroit river. When you come from Canada back in, but I lost it right away. It was way off. So I don't even know. Um, I don't know if it was so- software needs to be updated or what, but, um, it's definitely not accurate, and I'm not even really being that accurate for uh, indie either. So I probably need to figure that out. But essentially, uh, third, you know, third, did the half marathon, one hundred eight forty. I think it came out to like, oh, I was actually like one hundred eight thirty-seven. I stopped my watch late, um, which was pretty solid. That's actually one of the fastest half marathons I've run in a while. Um, but uh, felt good. I felt controlled um probably got a little hot but i was catching some people but then i caught myself doing that and backed it off again but it was it was a good run you know was uh definitely happy with that big confidence boost for me and my splits posted in the blog part of this so if you want to take a look at that but i was uh pretty happy with that and then so going into the following week october 21st to 27th miles just pretty much the same right about 107 and uh, i did my last big long run did uh Um, uh, 22, uh, with the guys again, uh, just backed it off. Actually, Mike and I started, um, before the guys and we were kind of the eye candy for him to catch, uh, down the, down the path. And, uh, but I mean, honestly, considering only took two days recovery from the simulator, come bounce back and run sub six for most of this run was, was very, very happy with that. Um, nothing, nothing too crazy. And then had three days recovery and, uh, ran two by six on uh, Sunday. So I actually did, Mike did a, Mike did that with me, but he did two by four. So he did the last four of the first one and the first four of the second one. And uh, pretty solid. I mean, I mean, it was, again, it was a, it was a day where he actually texted me. He's like, you want to wait a day to do this? And I was like, it doesn't even matter at this point. You just need to get it in. Right. So it was, it was pretty darn chilly. And it was like, just warm enough where it was kind of a drizzle and not a snow which is the the worst that is the worst thing but uh um but we got it in and actually ran faster the second one than the first one so that was really good and uh just a, it was about 515, 515 516 pace overall for that so very very happy with that <clears throat> finish that off and then uh, uh start the next week of october 28th really the taper so there wasn't much my thing with the taper and this is probably what a lot of you guys are interested in so I worked up really hard up until like the, the two weeks before um and then <clears throat> it's still I would say roughly a 10 day ish taper maybe maybe even full two weeks but um uh, but I think the full segment I ran was right around 14 weeks and 12 of that was pretty solid and that's quite a bit when you're running that kind of mileage um, 12 weeks, 12, 14 weeks is about the max. You want to go with that kind of mileage, especially with those big volume of workouts. Um, so that was, that was, uh, by design. And I actually wanted that two by six to go all the way up until, um, the last, the last two weeks of the race. So I think sometimes, you know, we do those a little further out. Sometimes I feel like then it's you kind of mentally you're like, well, I've hit I've hit all I needed to hit in the segment, and I can really kind of shut it down. So for me, mentally, just pushing that up until <clears throat> closer to the uh, the race actually was, I think, pretty good for me. Um, but backed off, so I cut off about 20 to 25 percent of my mileage. Um, did some shorter doubles, eight and fours on a few of those days, and uh, did one last long run at about 16 miles, uh, pretty comfortable pace. I didn't push the pace at all. It was, it was probably. Um, a minute slower per mile on average than what the other long runs had been, so it was really more about just putting time in one last time, and then a three by two at marathon pace on Sunday, and that's about a week out, and that's pretty much, or actually, yeah, and not even that because Indies on Saturday, so it was about six days out, which is about what I like. And anything over that, I feel I get a little bit stagnant, so pushing that out to six days was pretty good, and then so there really wasn't much to it. Um, and then the week of the race, just eight, eight, six, five, and then did shake out with uh, people in Indy, and, and then did the race. So nothing special. Uh, I felt good. I didn't have any complaints. I didn't feel sluggish at all. I actually still did my strides and stuff, and I think that helped a ton. Um, but overall, that was that was pretty solid. I didn't feel uh, really anything uh, bad going into the race. I was pretty pretty ready to go. All right, so now the infamous race recap. So actually, man, maybe this will only be a half hour. That'd be good. Be good for Mike. Uh, so, uh, so start of the race. Uh, I mean, we knew it was gonna be cold. I mean, it was gonna be cold. It was. And it ended up being about twenty eight degrees at the start. Wind was out of the south southwest, about ten miles an hour, and it was gonna get up to about fifteen miles an hour from what the the real feel was saying. So it was gonna be windy. And the second half of that race is definitely into the wind. So um, you were going to pay the price of it, uh, definitely that second half of the race. But either way, cold, um, uh, the sun did come out. But overall, I mean, you look at the masses and there was a lot of really good performances. And there's still a lot of qualifiers here. But um, just to put in perspective, I mean, Sixty men, sixty women in just the full. I don't even know how many in the half, um, but uh, only ten. I know only ten men got out of there. Maybe twenty women got out of there in the full. So the women had better more success, um, but men definitely fell apart a lot. I think that I think it. There was probably a lot of a lot of people in the same boat as like me, who really needed to have everything go perfect for them to qualify. And it's just, it's a lot to ask for on one day. And then you throw in weather conditions and it's just, it, it throws a big wrench into everything. Um, but my race recap as as follows. So start, I felt okay. It's, the race was, def- it was chaotic. The start was chaotic. I mean, I ended up getting pushed way back. There was just so many people in a little area. Um, and then all of a sudden it was like three, two, one, go. And I'm like, oh, whoa, hey, here we go. And, and so I think a lot of people were caught off guard by it, but, um, but it's fine. You know, you got out unscathed. Um, but there was just so many people in the half and the full um in that elite group. I don't think they were quite ready for that many people in that smaller group, but it, it got off okay. Um and it started off. I, I kinda uh I had to weave my way through a little bit, uh so that's probably why my first mile was off. But I was definitely behind the two nineteen group. Um and then you, it was kind of – I knew where the 219 group probably was, but then there was another group of the, for the half marathon about ahead of them. And so there was a lot of people in front of me, but you just kind of recognize where you're at. Um, I still have some people around me, so all, it was fine. I knew it was, I was rather be a little slow, taking off like that and then being way too fast. But um, So I came through, and um, the clock at the first mile, I, I think it said like 520. Um, so I wasn't too – I mean 518 pace is – is uh, marathon it would be 218 pace but the but so i was actually probably happy i was actually if i was 220 i was pretty close but i was definitely probably 10 seconds behind that 219 group so they got out a little harder um but to be expected and then uh i just tried to relax and chip away at the group because ultimately my goal would be to just be with that group as long as possible you know you know that's the group you need to be in and they had you know three pacers in there so hopefully you know it's going to be pretty close Um, ultimately weaved our way through downtown I did gradually reach the group Um, I'm not really sure on the splits because I I looked at my splits on the Garmin I'll post them in the but it was like Santa ran two 504s and I don't I don't know if I really did or not so if I did that's my own fault that's that's pretty quick Um, then I should have just been a little more patient and um, worked my way up to to that group a little bit slower Um, so hopefully you know hopefully it wasn't too too far off but I, I kinda of fear maybe now looking at that maybe that was a little bit of an issue but uh, um, ultimately by mile five I did get into that group um, and I was right in the back of that 219 group and that's really where I wanted to be I just wanted to kinda of hang out with the back of that group for as long as I possibly could and not even really think about anything until 16-18 miles when the race really is starting and then if I'm hurting hopefully hang on and if I feel good um, go with whoever's strong at that point. So that was, that was ultimately the, the goal to do it. Um, and I, I didn't feel super comfortable. Like it just felt a little harder than it should. I'm like, it was, and I don't know, I don't know what it was, but, um, and I felt like I was kind of a little bit of hyperventilating, but I looked at my heart rate data and it was fine. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was just me. Um, but in any case, I caught the group at five. I was just lo- I was just locked onto the back of that group. Um, 10 K we got our first bottle. So I grabbed mine You we re- recognize, so there's, there's 120 people, men and women in the full. And, uh, so they had 10 tables of six bottles on each table. Um, three men and six, six on each side, six for men, six for women. Um, so 60 on each, each of them. But, um, so there was a, a little bit of chaos there, I mean, but that's pretty normal for a race that big with that many elites in it. Um, So I grabbed my bottle, we kind of regrouped, and I started taking my fluids, and it was just so cold. Um, A lot of times they just sit in trucks and in tubs, and then they put them out, so they've been probably sitting out all night, which is whatever, I mean, that's what most races do. It's not anything against the race at all, it's just the way it is, you know. Um, And I I sipped on it, my bottle carries 10 ounces, I sipped on it, Um, I probably got about four to six ounces, and then um, I had a gel tape to the side, but I had two pair of gloves on, and I couldn't get it off, um, so it was kind of screwed there. <laughs> it was, and then I had one in my pocket, but I couldn't. But I had shorts on and then half tights over it. I couldn't get it out of my half tights without like um, oh, it was just a mess. It poor, it was poor on my part. Um, so there are some things that didn't go right. But the biggest thing is I couldn't get that gel out, um, and throw on that. My stomach just kind of got wanky. It wasn't really bad, but you could kind of tell like the more I was gonna take, the worse it was gonna get. And so I got that bottle as much as I could really t- tolerate because then it started like getting worse and worse and I just tossed it. Um, and that was really the start of my, my problems. But uh, so they, they were gonna have bottles at 10K, 20K, and 30K. So I had a bottle each way with 10 ounces of fluid and a gel in it just so I could have the ca- all the calories I needed. Um, but from there, from seven to halfway, it's really kind of a straight shot north of the city. And then um, you get to halfway and you basically turn around and, and come back. And so I just tried to settle in, not panic. Um, my stomach was tightening up and I got to the second bottle at 20K and I could really only take a few sips and I really thought I was going to barf. Um, so I just I had to stop. Like, I was like what do you do? You, you barf and, you know, then you're losing even more and it's not good. So I took a few sips and I had to toss it. So I, at this point I had maybe eight ounces of fluid and no gels other than the gel I took right before the start. So uh, I knew it was going to get rough um, and I just kind of buckled up. Hopped in the back of that group and just was kind of hoping and praying that I could just get pulled along. Um, ultimately, came through 10 miles at 29.40, I believe. I might have been a little slower than that. Um, and then uh, right around. It was basically somebody yelled, we were 10 seconds up a pace at, at 10 miles. Um, and then at halfway, we were at 109.15. Uh, so we were right on pace. I mean, that's double that, You're 218.30. So, I mean, it was a little quick, but I think you had to be a little quick because you were with the wind. And then we're ultimately going to be slower coming back into the wind. So I, I don't, I don't, I wasn't upset about that at all. I thought that was pretty much dead nuts on. Um, and halfway there was probably a good forty people in that two nineteen group, and I was just kind of latched onto the back. Uh, halfway you turn around and come back to the city. Unfortunately, the wind was in your face that vast majority of the time too. So and by now my stomach was pretty tight, and it actually was causing my back. And my back is my. My Achilles heel, like that. When people say running hurts your knees, not running never hurt my knees. It hurt my back, and that didn't even hurt. My, it was it was something else that hurt my back. But that's been a problem of mine for a good uh seven, eight years. And uh, um, so that was just kind of. I think everything just was. It was the cold, my stomach, all kind of set everything into motion, and it just kind of was tightening up. But um, we still pushed on. The group was starting to break up. And at 16, you turn right. You just go. You just went past the governor's mansion at this point. And then you make this right-hand turn, and it's up a hill. And it's like the next few miles, is it's not super hilly, but it's just definitely rolling. Um, So if you're starting, and it's right when you start feeling the marathon come up to you. And so it definitely hits. Um, And this is kind of where I started falling back, and the math started running in my head. I'm trying to calculate what I need to to run in order to maintain what I can break to break 219. I knew I had about 45 seconds to lose at that point, but honestly it went pretty quick like even after the next two miles I'm like I'm probably at 219 pace right away and you're at that point in the race where like okay I already feel bad the chances of me feeling better probably not good I've only had about eight ounces of fluid the whole time so I've only had about what four 45 50 calories in so it's like uh you know it's gonna get rough um and so the pack gradually started pulling away, and I saw 219 slip away. I hit 20 miles, and there was a clock and a banner, and it said just over 148. I knew I needed to be about 146 to even have a chance. So just seeing that, admittedly, I mean I was pretty deflated, um, just knowing that you know I'm not going to make up two minutes in the last 10k. Um, I'd have to run a 31:45 10k, which. Uh, maybe when I was a younger guy, but I, I don't even think I've run 31, 45 in, in a 10 K in five years. So I don't know. And it was just, you know, at that point, you just kind of reality sets in you start having a conversation with yourself. I'm like, do I push myself and sell my soul to on 222 to 223 or live to fight another day, which was kind of a moot point because I, I really didn't have a fight in me anyway, you know? So it's like, okay, you're bargaining with yourself, but you really don't have anything to bring to the table as a bargaining chip. Uh, so I saw Kevin and Keith and then Mike was at mile 22. Um, you know, he was going to run as long as he could at five nineteen pace. And, you know, later on I found out he kind of backed off, but he was able to help Melissa coach, Melissa Johnson white, um, which is awesome. Cause she actually qualified for her fifth Olympic trials. So that was, that was awesome to see. Um, it was great to see, and he was able to help her out, which was, which was awesome. So that's at least, at least somebody got some help out of, out of Mike, you know, you know, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I'm just joking. But, uh, you know, I saw them at mile 22-ish, and they were they were trying to encourage me, but I think we all knew that the 219 train had uh, long, long gone. Um, but I, you get to you get to I think around 23, 24, but you you pull in there onto the main drag again. You make a right hand turn, the half marathon's making a left hand turn onto the same road, and uh, so that you know then you know that you're getting close, and it's just a matter of just trying to buckle up and make it in. Um, and there was a lot of people cheering for me, which I'm very, very appreciative of. Um, I was definitely able to maintain the pace at that point. So like once I hit that low point of like six minutes to six twenty pace, I mean it didn't change at all. Um, so it was never. I don't know if I ever. I hit the wall. Obviously, I, I didn't have enough fuel to run five twenty pace. But I can run. You know, which is amazing when I was when I was younger. If I hit that, it'd be like uh, I'd run like five thirty pace, and now it's six minute pace. But whatever. Um, but. Uh, so I had that, enrolling, and rolling, you know, it was, I was cold, my, my hands were hurting, um, and my back was tight. So I was just, you know, I was just very happy just to be done. We made it, uh, and honestly, in a way, it was liberating, because I would run six marathons in two and a half years trying to chase chase the time, and it just didn't happen. And you know there was myself, the mistakes I made, or, you know, weather, whatever the case is. Uh, it just didn't work out, and, you know, like I was, I was thinking about, you know, I was talking about this with Nikki and stuff. It's like, if this was the only, because... T- I got in there was a lot of people didn't make it, right? And 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 I've been to three Olympic trials. I I was a guy who ran ten minutes in high school in the two mile. I walked on at Central Michigan and I had a you know, a fifteen year professional career. So it's not like I it's not like I had a lot riding on this, you know. If I didn't make it, I didn't make it. If I made it, it was a feather in the cap, right? So for me it was really just kind of nice to just say, okay the decision's been made for me. I'm not, I'm not going to Cal one. I'm not going to pay for a ticket to go out to Cal and and I don't feel like I could bounce back and do it. I'm not going to go to Houston and then turn around like this, this was going to be it. And I had said that this was going to be it. And so it was really nice to just say, you know, it's, that was it. You know, you, you had your chance. It didn't work out. It's okay. You know, life, life is going on. So, but I, you know, I honestly felt like I was finally recognizing to myself that my service is not running a fast marathon per se. It's really showing others how to do it, how to, you know, get the best out of themselves to run the best marathon they can, which is also like, I don't know, kind of philosophical here. And I apologize if, I, you know, I didn't really intend to do that, but it's like, you know, running has been a big part of my life and running's taken me through a lot of changes in my life. And so um, now that this change is happening, I can help other people go through the same things, right? And so that that to me, that's not a bad thing, right? That's a that's a good place to be. So I'm not I'm not upset about that, and you know, and I'm a coach now, and that's really where it's at. And so you know, it, you always kind of wondered when I was younger, like how that transition would be, and you know, this is that transition, and it, it's you know, it's fine. You know, it's like I don't feel bad about not making it to the trials, you know. So that's kind of where I. F- Am, you know um it's been a few days now and i've thought about some things and you know in occupational running uh there isn't really a retirement you rather you just kind of quit running and i don't plan on quitting running i don't even plan on avoiding races i still have goals i have i i, I feel like i'm going to need a challenge like running is going to be that challenge for me what can i accomplish at 40 what can i accomplish at 50 what can i accomplish at 60 what can i accomplish at 70 you know to me it's there's always going to be another challenge right and so um I'm kind of, you know, closing the book on my previous career as, you know, a a semi elite runner. And now it's shifting over to to other things. And that's 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 good. That's it should be evolving. Right. Um, And plus, once you turn 40, it's like a whole new career for like the next five years. Right. So I got that to look forward to. (laughs) So um, but overall, like my training was great. I wouldn't change what I did at all. Uh, I added strides again, which is something I'd really wanted to. And I, like I had a list of like four or five things I wanted to add, and I probably tried to add them all too too much at the same time. But I kept the strides, and that was the one thing I was really consistent with. Um, now I just need to assess what makes the most sense to add from that list that I had, um, and that's you know strength, mobility, um, plyos, things like that. Um, not being afraid of running fast, um, so things like that. And then my nutrition was so much better. It's probably the best it's ever been. Overall, I feel good. I mean, it's been uh, what four or five days? Four days, maybe, and uh, five days. And I feel good. Like I don't really hurt. Like I got a little little stinger in my calf, but overall, I don't feel bad. You know, and I, I feel and I feel good overall. I don't feel like I'm on the verge of breaking down or anything. So I think I've done a really good job of adjusting what I can do for where I'm at in life and I can still maximize what I can get out of my body. Um, based on that, I think when people are in trouble, they try to just do things the same way over and over and over and over again, even as things in their life change, they get older and things like that. And I think if you, if you can roll with the punches, I think a lot of time and you're adaptable, I think you can keep a high performance level for a long, long period of time. So, um, I do want to get back to doing some shorter races, probably in the summer, as now it's going to be winter. So you know, I don't know what I'm going to do over the winter and spring when you think about that. Um, and the stomach thing was just a freak thing. I don't know what happened. Maybe it was the temperature. Maybe I don't. Know, maybe I made my bottles too strong. I don't know. Um, but I just wasn't able to get the fuel in, and that cost me big time. Would I've run under 219? I don't know. But you know, I definitely probably could have. I feel like I would have been more in a position to break 220, which would have been nice. But I think there's another opportunity for that later in uh, 2020. So it's okay. And I don't, I mean, and at the end of the day, if I would have qualified for the trials, it would have been fine and it would have been great. Obviously, it would have been great to go to the Olympic trials again. Um, but the chances of qualifying, actually, like you go to the Olympic trials to make the Olympic team, right? And that, you know, so you're saying there's a one in a million chance, you know, so you're saying there's a chance. But, you know, it, it, so it's not like, I really am missing out on a whole lot, you know, so uh, so I don't feel too upset. But anyway, uh, you live, you learn, you push forward, and, you know, don't feel sorry for me. I really, really appreciate all the messages that I've gotten from people over the, over the last few days. Um, it means a lot to me, and I'm so, so thankful to have the Facebook community that we do and the people that I've coached that uh, are invested in how I do as well. And it's great to hear from you guys. And, and, uh, but please, please, I feel like a lot of people are bummed for me and don't feel sorry for me. My life is, my life is pretty darn good. Um, And honestly, getting all the successful race reports that I've seen on the Facebook group and people I coach get hitting their big PRs and doing things that they never thought they'd be able to do. Trust me, that more than makes up for any, any disappointment that I would even potentially have. So, so again, thank you. And I appreciate everybody following me, and hopefully you can take some things away from this and this this journey that we were on the last few months. Um, but it's not the end of the journey by any by any means, and I think I misrepresented that in a Facebook post. But my journey not over by any means, so don't don't think that I'm just not gonna <laughs> stop stop running. So, um, but I appreciate you guys, and uh, thanks for listening. And now we can get into other topics. All right, guys, I'll talk to you later. Bye bye.